Side Radio with Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio. Solid, conservative, and just plain right. 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. Phil Williams here hosting Right Side Radio. Solid, conservative, and just plain right like the man just said. Hey, listen, I'm going to tell you right now, we're here five days a week. Five days a week, and it is an honor to have this platform. Love this audience. I mean, we've got people all over the place. And listen, if you find yourself driving outside of the extremely broad range of WVNN on both AM or FM, just know that you're, you're not done, all right? The show goes on because you can go to rightsideradio.org on your sm- smartphone, your computer, anywhere you are, and listen to, just click listen live and listen to the show wherever you is in the world. We got people all over the place. Just just got an email from someone who says they're listening down in Baton Rouge. So uh, thank you, Boudreaux, down in Baton Rouge. We appreciate you being uh, on the show uh, or one of our right side ruffians from afar. Listen, uh, we, we've got a lot going on, and I have spent a lot of time uh, on the Afghanistan situation. And I'm going to get to a couple other things uh, in a moment, uh, but it, it, is, it is so important that you understand how jacked up this situation is, all right? So literally, the President of the United States did his briefing today, finally, and, you know, standing like statues next to him, wearing their masks, even though they were six feet apart, uh, was uh, the, for the first time anybody's seen in about 10 days was Vice President Harris, uh, uh, Secretary of State... Um, um, Blinken and uh, Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin, and the and the president just literally says things like, um, "Al Qaeda is not in Afghanistan right now." Well, then a few minutes later in the Pentagon briefing, they confirm that they are in Afghanistan. Then he goes on to say, "I have heard of no condemnation from foreign leaders," and yet I just played for you a clip of the day prior to that with the British Parliament condemning the United States. Then he says, there, there have been no, um, uh, uh, no attacks on Americans. And then Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin says a few minutes later that Americans have been beaten by the Taliban in Kabul. Listen, somebody help the guy, all right? Give him a TV and, and maybe script out his notes. But it's, it's getting bad, folks. It's even, it's even down to the point that you wonder, can they hold the line on this? If you want to call in and talk about this, 866-494-9866, 866-494-9866, the biggest foreign policy issue in our lifetime is happening right now in real life. That's not just me saying it. That, that's, the, that's the summation of where we are in, in the broad sense, all right? Uh, and, and let me just go ahead and say, um, it's, it's also beginning to become apparent that uh, he is losing his, um, his cover, if you will. The, the mainstream media that did so much to protect him during the campaign has realized that they can no longer vouch for him or put their credibility, <laughs> what credibility they have left, uh, on the line. Hey, Copper, uh, let's go ahead and get, uh, get clip two ready. Um, so clip two is literally MSNBC. That's right. It's MSNBC, but I'm going to play it on my show because it goes to my point that the, uh, I think what they call, someone called the cocoon that has been around him, where the press has insulated him, uh, is, um, is starting to unravel. Copper, if you will, go ahead and play clip number two. 
Let us. We've had no opportunity, no briefing, no ability to get a real sense of that. What they are saying is that they had planned for and expected that there could be a fall, but the timing has been what they've been focused on, that it wouldn't be as precipitous as we have seen happen. Joe, is this officially the end of the media cocoon protecting Joe Biden? I think it is. I think we're at what's called the turning point now, Todd, and we see it with every president. Basically, Jimmy Carter, Iran hostage crisis. He gets blown out in 1980. George H.W. Bush, read my lips, no new taxes. Then he raises taxes. He doesn't get reelected. Bill Clinton, I, I don't even have to say it, I guess, but it has to do with a girl named Monica. Sure. Either way, or Bush 43, for that matter, Hurricane Katrina. So for President Biden, this is the turning point, and I don't think there's any return because this is a crisis of his own making. All right. So what you had there was at first there was an MSNBC clip that was then commented on uh, by Fox News. So um, literally the, the question that didn't quite make it on in the early part of that, that clip was an MSNBC anchor asking an MSNBC reporter, is there any indication that he's beginning to take, uh, I think he said, take um, uh, or, or hold, being held accountable personally for this? And she said basically no that we're not getting the briefings, we're not getting information, and uh, the frustration, even among the most liberal of the media, and MSNBC would certainly have to qualify as the most liberal among the media, uh, is, um, is starting to unravel. So that's where we are, people. Uh, and, and the facts uh, don't seem to matter when Joe takes the microphone. And um, uh, Pr President Biden has got to get his act together. I do not know how long they can maintain this facade. I don't know how long they can possibly maintain this facade of leadership because it is apparent from anyone who is watching with their eyes open that, that he is truly not in charge of the moment, truly not in charge. In fact, just to add insult to injury, as we sit here and watch on the world stage that our credibility is going down the tank, President Biden has put a lid on the day his administration is done for the weekend, and he is headed to Delaware to take some time uh, to recoup at his house, I guess. Keep in mind, he was on vacation last weekend. He swooped back in after being on vacation while, while Kabul was burning, and he came in and did a 20-minute press conference, took no questions, and left again to go back to his vacation, and he finally came back to the White House, I believe, on Thursday morning. Am I right in saying that? Wednesday morning, Thursday morning? I think he came. Yeah, I think he came back on either Wednesday night or Thursday morning. It's Friday afternoon at two thirty. He's leaving again to go to Delaware. And I got news: Camp David, at the very least, I know you've got a situation room. I don't think they have a situation room at President Biden's personal residence in Delaware. And and the idea that he's doing this, the optics, that just it just it's awful. Well, folks, uh, we got. We got. I'm going to go ahead and switch the subject here in a few minutes. All right, I'll, I'll leave the phone lines open. If you want to call in, we're going to we're we're going to go ahead and copper. Let's go ahead and move to that short break. Uh, News Talk 770 AM 92.5 FM. So many things happening in the world. It's hard to catch a catch a moment. But I got a couple things that I got to tell you because they're fresh. I mean, I'm literally I'm getting stories this morning as I was getting ready. I got paper, all the paper as I print these stories out for your own edification. And folks, I'm telling you right now, big things are happening in the world of COVID, uh, in things like the January 6th so-called insurrection. I'll tell you about that here in just a minute. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. We'll be right back.
News Talk 770 AM, 92.5 FM. Phil Williams here hosting Right Side Radio. Solid, conservative, and just plain right. Listen, I keep telling you guys that we got listeners everywhere, so I'm just going to go ahead and uh, and say uh, thank you uh, to our listeners now in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And uh, and, I, and it, it, it came in from uh, uh, a guy identified as Charlie Dog on his uh, email address. Hey, we, we are glad to have you uh, in the show and uh, and thanks and uh, and I, I appreciate the fact that you said you're you're working on your your wife to come up, become a right side ruffian too. I like it. All right, listen, uh, folks, we got we got great audience, great listeners everywhere, and uh, expanding even by the day. So, um, hey, if you want to, by the, by the way, you want to follow me on uh, uh, social media. The one that I use the most right now is Twitter. Uh, despite everything Twitter does to conservatives, I've chosen to just kind of belligerently stay on there. And uh, you can find me at at sin Phil Williams at sin s e n Phil Williams. Uh, and and just click follow and 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 you know see what I'm posting and I put things up there that relate to the show and sometimes they're just personal life, but uh, but but I've I've been on there a while and I got a lot of things on there at Sin Phil Williams because I used to be a state senator, uh, but uh, but yeah also too on Right Side Radio if you want to be a part of the Right Side team if you want to advertise on this show we've got businesses that are actually contacting us saying how do I advertise on your show well we can fix that on the on the website, rightsideradio.org, just go there, click on contact. You'll find the contact from my, my, my buddy Bobby, and, and Bobby will square you away. I mean, he's got all, everything you need to be able to be part of the right side team. He will fix you up. Well, folks, I, I got a couple other stories. I mean, there's things that are happening, uh, and, and sometimes they're kind of tangential. But, but, you know, like, for instance, I've been talking about the fact that the Biden administration just declared a lid on the day at 2.30. Bam, we're done, out of here. President Biden's going to Delaware. Uh, yeah. So my friend Greg just texted me and reminded me, oh, yes. And by the way, the vice president is headed out. She's going to Vietnam. I, I don't know why. I assume there's some scheduled junket there that she has to uh, attend. Perhaps it'd be bad form to break that at this point. But Vietnam? I mean, it's not like she's going over to try and smooth things over with our European NATO allies. It's not like she's trying to, to directly intervene in the crisis on the southern border, even though she was appointed to that position. It's not like she's doing anything that seems to make a whole lot of, you know, time-sensitive sense. Uh, but she's headed to Vietnam. In the meantime, if you think about the optics, we've been talking about the fact that the fall of Kabul looks an awful lot like the fall of Saigon in 19, what was that, 75, I believe? And, uh, and yet she's headed to Vietnam. Come on, Really? It's, it's like, my friend Greg just said on the text, it's like, it's like they're just doing, it's like they have a side bet to see how quickly they can destroy the country. And it's just unreal. Well, speaking of destroying the country, let me change the subject on you. We got a little time here. Let me unpack a news story that I find very interesting, reported today by Reuters. I found this this morning when I was getting ready for the show. I told you I got paper. I got all the paper. And I'm looking at it right now. Exclusive story by Reuters. I mean, this is not, you know, far left or far right website. This is Reuters, which is a respected news source. Uh, exclusive. FBI finds scant evidence of the U.S. Capitol attack being coordinated. Oh, really? Now, first of all, the notion that that was an insurrection is ridiculous. First of all, an insurrection has to be a, a, a legitimate attempt to overthrow government. It's an attempt to overthrow the operations or the functions of government and supplant it with something else. All right? That was not an insurrection. Was it a riot? Perhaps it could be called a riot. All right? Uh, was it wrong? Yes, it was wrong. 
Did it set back the conservative cause for a bit? Yes, it did, because you know what? You bunch of knuckleheads, you gave the, the, the Dems plenty to talk about. And you also gave them plenty of opportunities to uh, abuse our National Guardsmen who had to come and guard that place for 90 days or more. But here's the storyline. The FBI has found scant evidence that the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol was the result of an organized plot to overturn the presidential election result, according to four current and former law enforcement officials. Though federal officials have arrested more than 570 alleged participants, the FBI at this point believes the violence was not centrally uh, coordinated by far-right groups or prominent supporters of then-President Donald Trump. Are you hearing what I'm saying here? The mantra has been for, I mean, right now you've got Swalwell of all places. Swalwell is suing our own Mo Brooks. So Swalwell, which is probably doing nothing but helping uh, uh, Congressman Brooks' campaign for the U.S. Senate, but Swalwell has decided to sue Mo Brooks for his uh, alleged instigation of the uh, events of January 6th. Come on. Well, the, the summation here from the, uh, the sources for the story for Reuters says 90 to 95% of these are considered one-off cases. And then there's 5% maybe of like militia groups that were a little more closely organized, but there was no grand scheme, they say. FBI investigators did find that certain cells of protesters, including groups like the Oath Keepers and the Proud Boys, had aimed to break into the Capitol, but they found no evidence the groups had serious plans about what to do if, in fact, they made it inside. Well, yeah, you think, I mean, look at the videos. Have you seen, the, by the way, they're not even releasing all the videos, but look at the videos that we can see. Does that look like an insurrection? Because if you truly wanted to take over the halls of government and do something about it, you're not going to be walking around doing selfies next to statues and in the rotunda of the state of the U.S. Capitol. I mean, it, they were doing selfies with security forces. Now, there were some awful things that were happening too. There were places where it got extremely out of hand, you know, uh, trying to uh, knock down doors, breaking windows. Uh, this is the people's house, and I do, not, I do not condone this. In fact, it made me sick to watch it on TV. But the idea that we're going to be months later still having certain people calling it an insurrection, wake up, you know, just, just buck up for that matter. Uh, maybe you ought to go ahead and, and, and just try and, you know, show a little brass and, and recognize that you are not in that much danger. You know, I know that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez says that she felt like she's been threatened and she's got PTSD and she has to go to counseling. Well, that's because she's a snowflake. But, um, but yeah, FBI, it appears, according to Reuters, finding very little evidence that this was, in fact, the insurrection that everybody on the Democrat side has been wanting to claim that it is. Hey, let me talk about some Alabama stuff for a minute. So a couple things are happening. Uh, right now, we are seeing some new things happening with regards to COVID in our state. Now, COVID is legit. I had it. I know it is. And I've been telling you and encouraging you. I'm not going to talk about whether I've had the shot or not, but I'm also going to tell you I'm not anti-vax. I am pro-liberty. I take issue with being made to do something that's not FDA approved. I take issue with uh, having societal restrictions placed upon you and you have to carry your papers and you, you know, those kinds of things. I, I, I take serious issue with that. But when it comes to, you know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not up here just telling you not to get the vaccine. What I am telling you is you have the right, the authority, the responsibility to research the matter on your own and make your own decision. That being said, there's some strange things happening right now. For instance, uh, I'm finding out right now that uh, I believe it's uh, Huntsville Hospital, uh, St. Vincent's Hospital down in Birmingham. And I was told anecdotally, perhaps UAB, uh, have, have literally said that... Um, that they are uh, putting a mandate in place uh, 
that you have to have the vaccine by a certain date or lose your job. Now, I know this, folks, if you're listening right now and you work at one of these facilities, I'd love to hear from you. But the, what, I'm, what I'm hearing right now from one doctor who's been sending me some information is that, for instance, at St. Vincent's in Birmingham, I mean, here we are, we're, we're in, a, in a major health crisis, right? And they're saying that they, they've got to have, they're, they're short on staffing. By the way, the stories on AL.com about how we have just, uh, we have just, you know, we only, we've got no ICU beds. I'm calling bunk on that. What the story said when you read it further was they don't have the staffing they need. And a part of that is because even the staffing is, is reluctant to continue working under these conditions. And the staffing, by the way, is sick of being pushed around. I mean, the idea they have to go in and, and dress up in their moon suits every single day is stressful and work with COVID and then go home. And, and it's tough. But on top of that, now they're being told you have to take the vaccine. And at St. Vincent's, what we're finding out is it ain't going over real well. And so St. Vincent's has put some policies in place that you will get the vaccine, but they just came out with a religious exemption opportunity. I know we're about to get up to the break, but the religious exemption opportunity, I'll unpack it for more of you when we get back from the break, but the religious exemption opportunity specifically says that they will decide, they, St. Vincent's, will decide if it qualifies in their eyes as a religious exemption. Do you see what's happening? That ain't good. We'll talk about that more in a minute. Phil Williams, News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN, Right Side Radio. Solid conservative and just plain right. We'll be right back after this. <laughs> 